Welcome to the podcast. My name is Tim Atterbury, and I'm so glad you're able to be here to hear this first installment of my rebooted Redefined in Christ podcast. Now, I say rebooted because in 2019, I began this podcast, and I went several several podcasts, but I wasn't able to edit it. I didn't have a decent microphone. There was a lot of things that weren't going well for me with that. And so I kind of put a hold on it when I went to Honduras and thought I would be back to work on it more. And for nine months, I was there, well, eight and a half months. But by the time I got back and looked at it, I I thought, man, it's been almost a year. So I decided to reboot this. And if you haven't listened to any of them uh, before this one, then I wouldn't worry about going back and listen to those because I'll probably redo them and uh, give you a second chance at it here. So welcome to my Redefined in Christ podcast. I'm excited about sharing some of the things God has inspired me to explore over the last few years. Now, I really don't expect you to agree with me on every part, but I do hope that you'll have an open, teachable mind. And if you're like me, you'll listen, you'll test some things, you'll put some things into practice, if they make sense to you, or when you're ready to do so, right? So that's what I believe that revelation comes when we're ready. But I've always believed that God has inspired me to teach since a very early age. And I believe with the gift, he reveals and brings revelations to impart to others. So my calling to teach for me means that God's going to inspire me to share things with others that they may not see or might not be easily revealed, and he is using me as one of those tools of revelation. Now, having said that, I feel a great responsibility, and over the last year, I've spent time looking over some of the previous podcasts and some of the things I've taught and some books and some things I've done, articles I've written, and really assessed what Christ is wanting me to share So thank goodness I have progressed and studied so much over the last few years. Um, It's been an amazing journey, and I'm just full of things to share, so why not have a podcast, right? And so before I get into the introduction and telling you more about this whole theme of re-identified in Christ, I do want to share a little bit about myself. Now, I was raised in a good Christian home that upheld Christian values. It was a Pentecostal holiness home. So um, there were a lot of things about looking Christian and advice on how to live holier, you know, do the right things. And I can't complain about my upbringing. Some things I've practiced with regret or taught with regret, and some things um, I have had to change as well because I need to to do better in my personal life on my Christian living, uh, whether it was taught at the church or not. Um, and the church organization I grew up in has made changes in its understanding and have written documents and, uh, just revised some things to make clearer. And really, uh, I, I, I really appreciate a church organization that's willing to make changes when God reveals it. You know, we're the body of Christ, the bride of Christ, the, um, the church of God. So I believe that us being prepared 
for Christ to come back requires something from us. We have to change some things. So through the history of the church, it's had to change and be ready for the coming of Christ. Well, the only way I know to say this is that when the bride and the groom are getting married, it's, it's actually building up to their consummation of marriage, which really implies that their love is at the strongest point at this time of marriage. So I feel like as the church grows and develops, the only way it can really grow and develop is in the love of God. So you'll hear that theme throughout these podcasts, but that's just a little taste of, of what I'm thinking about revelation and understanding where we are now in in history of the church and in uh, pursuing the love of God. Now, I said I was going to talk a little bit about myself, and so I started with my upbringing, but, you know, uh, we must all realize, I think, that the closer we get to Christ's coming, then we need to we need to be ready for Him. So for the most part, my life has been filled with going to church, being a church leader, and ministering in uh, forms of music and writing as well. Uh, I won't go into all my resume, which is easy to do because I was an HR manager for 15 years and outsourced HR resume writing for more than three years after that. But I am a published musician, songwriter, uh, a writer of some books and, and magazine articles, and I'm a singer. I can't acclaim to bestsellers or top of charts, but God has granted me the great grace in these ministries to have reached the world uh, through magazine articles, through Sunday school material, through publishing music, through online medias, even this podcast on Google, iTunes, Amazon, and, and other outlets. Currently, I have been working over the last five years in Honduras, so that's where we come to now. I've been developing the mission work there. I travel back and forth from Kentucky to Honduras. I started out with two short trips. They kept increasing until this one great trip this year of nine months, well, eight and a half months in uh, Honduras. And then my plan for this year is nine months, maybe eight or nine months there. And in uh, the area of Comayagua, Honduras, it's actually a town called El Rosario. In that municipal, there are... Uh, 45 villages that are part of it. And so I reach out into some of those villages to minister. So now that I've gotten those basic introductions out of the way, let's look at why we're really here today. Because I have been re-identified in Christ. And I wanted to share with you the path that I've taken to do so. So we're going to look at some scriptures, and I'll share why it's important to me and why I feel the need to share all this with you. And then we'll be off on a new podcast, so just subscribe, and you'll be able to get uh, new series as they come up, new, new sessions. Over the last two years, I've been studying on almost a daily basis concerning the manifestation of God's love in my life. Now, this takes on different forms. Obviously, I'm in missions, but as I've pursued a greater understanding in the areas of God's love as it is expressed through Jesus and through the Holy Spirit in my life, I began to realize how much needed to change in my own life, and I have pursued those changes. Some of that requires cutting off strings of beliefs that run counter to God's love, 
realizing who I am in Christ, identifying with Christ, and pursuing my place as a joint heir with Jesus. And it's simple, but it's like I like to say, it's not always easy. And I have not yet attained what I'm looking for. I mean, Paul says in Philippians, not that I've already reached the goal or am already fully mature, but I make every effort to take hold of it because I also have been taken hold of by Christ Jesus. Don't you feel like Christ has taken hold of you and just pulling you in? And as this happens, I am trying to reach back into Christ and pull into him understanding and uh, revealing for him to reveal these things. I don't think many of us spend the time we should exploring what it means to, that, to say that Christ is in us. So being redefined in Christ, it seemed to be a good subject, and I wanted to explore it with you. So here we are. So let's look at some scriptures with the emphasis on Christ in us to kind of get these podcasts going again. In 2 Corinthians 13.5, Paul asks this question, Do you not realize about yourselves that Jesus Christ is in you? He's talking to Christians here at the church, and he just looks at them and he has to ask them this question. On whatever's happening in their lives, whatever's going on, he needs to remind them to realize something. In Romans 8.10, he says this, But if Christ is in you, though the body is dead because of sin, the spirit is life because of righteousness. In 2 Corinthians 4, 6, and 7, he says, We are earthen vessels with this treasure, Jesus Christ. And what about this verse in Galatians 1, 15, 16? But when it pleased God to reveal his Son in me, and Galatians 2 says this, I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. He even mentions in Galatians 4, 19, Christ being formed in us. And in Ephesians 3.17, Christ making his home in our hearts through faith. And one I really like is in Colossians 1.27. It says, God wanted to make known among the Gentiles the glorious wealth of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Wow, the great mystery, the mystery revealed in us is Christ. Don't you see we need this mystery revealed? In us. So I hope these verses kind of get you wanting to hear what I might have to say about some of these things. It's an amazing thing that God has done in our lives as believers. Through the Holy Spirit, Christ lives in us. So, why did I choose this theme of reidentified? Well, I already mentioned that. I'd been studying it and thinking about it for a while, meditating on the idea of being redefined in Christ. And what I come to the conclusion is that understanding this subject of God's love and our opportunity through grace and faith, it's not just an evangelistic tool like is often presented, but it's a pattern to live by. So we are taught by grace and we live in Christ. So it's not just something that happened in our past. We had an experience and now we're changed and now we're just going to go to heaven. It's not that easy. I mean, there are some aspects of living godly that's easy, but there's others that aren't. So be real. 
there's a change that comes on us and we can easily revert back to an old way through our lack of faith. Faith means we're trusting God. We trust his gospel. We trust his work and what he said he'd do in us. So when we wonder from our trust in him, we wonder from our faith. We, we wonder into another place, a place of darkness. Man, I, so I just want us to understand in this, one of the reasons is that it's not just an evangelistic tool. This is a pattern to live by. Another reason is when I started looking over all the writing and messages and themes over the last several years, they were all leading to this one thing, the gospel and how it changed my life and how it's changing my life and my thinking. And these are thoughts surrounding the new covenant, uh, the new birth in Christ, or what most of us would know as being born again, and how it changes everything. And then another reason would be that my mission work over the last four years have brought me to a stronger focus on the gospel and the work of Christ on the cross. And as I hear many disagreements over doctrines, basic beliefs, Christian living, traditions, customs, I realize the problem often stems from a lack of understanding the very basics of what happened on the cross and how it affects each of us. Now, John the Baptist prophesied it to us. Think about it. He said this, Behold the Lamb of God who does what? Who takes away the sins of the world. That's what Jesus did on the cross. There's no other sacrifice that could do what he did. That was it. And he took the sin of the world away. Jesus died and rose again and changed everything for us. Now we live in a new day, a day of salvation. Now we can walk in the light of the gospel. Or we can walk in darkness. Those who walk in the light will live eternally, and those who walk in darkness are condemned because they love the darkness more than the light. So this is self-condemning, and these are the words of Jesus. He is the one that told us that those that don't walk in the light are walking in darkness for their love for that darkness. In many ways, you could say that this podcast is more, it's not just for, it's for non-believers can listen to it and might learn from it and might find Christ in these podcasts. Hopefully, I'm presenting him in a way that they want a life change. But I feel like it's more for Christians that have begun their walk and don't understand how spiritual it really is and that it's not just doctrines and traditions and beliefs. Really, listen, that what's going on is some of the things I'm going to say might be a micro change you need to make or a macro change on your mindset because it's been framed. Your mind's been framed by religious affiliation, by exposure to doctrines, traditions, and customs that may or may not be based on the foundation of love, even if they were purposed to be that way. So listen, I'm not going to teach new things. It's not new teachings, but it may be a course correction for many as we engage our minds to hear what the Scriptures say, how they read, and what they're telling us. And it may not sound like 
massive doctrines you've heard, in some cases it might sound fresh or new. Sometimes the revelation is very personal. So a general doctrine may not be so bad, but a personal experience with God through Jesus Christ is what's most important to our spiritual development. And that's what I'm after, personal spiritual development. I believe that we probably, for the most part, started in the same place. But somehow we get off track and we leave the basics of our salvation, our being born again, our deliverance from all the sinfulness, our freedom from the guilt. And we've forgotten the amazing thing that happened on that cross. We, we got saved and now we all cling to the doctrinal differences and, and we should be clinging to what is consistent. God's love, God's favor over all of us. Remember that moment you first accepted Christ? Wow, what an event. And since then, you should have gotten better. But for many, we've reverted back or feel that over time we've lost something from that first love. I remember sharing with a Sunday school class that I felt that I found Christ at the feet of the cross, but since then I've been trying to find my way back. That's how you might feel. After accepting Christ or continuing our walk, we somehow often get caught up in vain arguments and disagreements about churches, religion, doctrines, listen to a lot of voices. We are also surrounded by fellow Christians that sometimes have no true reference in Christ. They call themselves Christian, but they do not live godly. Just living out the best we can, hoping we'll make it to heaven one day. Well, that's not... That's not spiritual development. It's not casual Christianity. We're, we're, it's purposeful. When you walk around with no real purposeful plan, and often not much faith to carry us to the pearly gates, we get caught up in the stresses of life, and there are many, and we can miss the mark. We can wander away from what Christ has designed for us. We get caught up in our own dreams and ambitions, and often we stop and look around to find ourselves a little lost and lonely. In these times, we can feel a distance forming a chasm between us and God. And what I think we need is that course correction. That's really the bigger purpose of this podcast, is to help you make those macro and micro changes in your life to, be, to have a greater revelation of your closeness to God, of your divinity, of who you are in Christ. So you could say that this is the intro to many podcasts to come speaking about God's love, His grace, living a godly life, living godly principles, and having a fuller revelation of your salvation from sin. So in these podcasts, we'll explore the effect of the crucifixion of Christ on the world and how that it changed everything for us. And we'll explore how to develop a life of love, faith, liberty, and how to develop an identity with Christ. After the cross, the new birth in us brings a new law in us, a new covenant with God. In this perfect law, the scriptures say we have life, love, faith, and liberty. And we'll be exploring all of these concepts in application of our daily Christian living. How are we going to live this out? 
We'll be focused on the love of God and the grace of God that were poured out on us by the blood of Jesus to make it all happen in us. Because it's always been about us love. Paul said, if I speak of human or angelic languages but do not have love, I am a sounding gong or clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith so that I can move mountains but do not have love, I'm nothing. And if I donate all my goods to feed the poor, and if I give my body in order to boast, but do not have love, I gain nothing. I'm nothing. I gain nothing. And later he says, this love keeps no record of wrongs. Hmm. Paul reveals that speaking in tongues, gifts of prophecy, and faith all become insignificant in my life and in your life without God's love. If I give all I have to help all the poor, even live for a cause I don't, and don't have love, I gain nothing. And in the end, love doesn't even remember the wrongs. This is God's love as Paul is describing it to us. The whole chapter reveals the nature of this godly love. 1 Corinthians 13. Paul calls this agape, which is a different type of love. As I understand it, this word may have not even been used in the Greek in any secular manuscripts and may have been coined by Paul himself to describe the unique love of God. We can't know this love without a godly intervention into our lives. We must have an experience a new birth, a change of identity to walk in this kind of love, this supernatural lifestyle. It is truly a redefinition of what love is in our lives. So this is what this podcast is all about, and it's why it exists, to to help explain how the cross transformed us into carriers of this kind of liberating love of God, a love that frees us from sin. It frees us from condemnation. It frees us from darkness. It gives us power to walk in the love and peace and joy of the Holy Spirit. And when we walk in this redefined identity, we'll find ourselves in Christ and we'll find Christ in us. So I'm looking forward to sharing about the re-identification we have in Christ in this podcast. And as always, keep me in your prayers and let's learn to develop our spiritual lives through study and applying the revelation of Christ as the love of God is revealed in us. Also, keep my mission work in your prayers as God is opening amazing doors for me to minister. And today, I just sealed in a ticket to go. So I'll be leaving just in a couple of weeks, headed to Honduras. This is January. So I'll be there in just a couple of weeks. And my plan is to be there and maybe make a trip back in April if things go well. I'll be back here in April, part of April, part of May, and head back again. So keep me in your prayers. And as always, make sure your faith working through.